You're listening to Travel Talk Weekly with Rob and Carrie Stewart, travel experts, authors, and TV hosts. Join them every Tuesday as they take you to amazing destinations all over the globe. Whether it's cruising the seven seas, exploring Europe, or being pampered at an all-inclusive resort, Travel Talk Weekly is your passport to the world. Hello, welcome to another edition of the Travel Talk Weekly Show. I'm your host, Rob. And I'm your other host, Carrie. Welcome to show number 29. Original air date, April 28th, 2020. Thank you for tuning in, whether you are an essential worker on your way into the office or wherever essential workers work, or non-essential working from home, and you're currently escaping your family and taking a nice walk outside. We appreciate you taking the time here to listen to us. As agency owners and also working with our own travel clients, The last eight weeks have been unlike anything we've seen or experienced in our entire travel career. Just a bit. And I'm sure you would agree as it relates to your job as well. Everything is just different. It's a mess right now. And we hope you and your family are safe and staying healthy, which is probably the scariest thing. I would agree. Obviously, you love travel, which is why you're listening to our show. And whether you are a new traveler or an experienced traveler, we can all use some tips on what to do if your travel plans get canceled or were canceled without Already, any choice yes. on, by your, by you, by somebody else. They made that choice. We definitely have learned a few things ourselves through all of this that moving forward will change how we do business and who we do business with in the future. Definitely. I'm learning a lot about cancellation policies in the ultra, ultra, ultra fine print Whereas before we knew the cancellation policy, but now there's all these like little sneaky things that have been creeping in since this whole thing started. We've learned a lot. Yes. One of the most exciting parts of travel is the planning stage and just that whole buildup to a trip. That actually is where um, statistically people get the most happiness is from the planning You do all your research, and maybe you were an armchair traveler, like we talked about in show number 27, and you just, you can't wait to get there. And then something happens, and you can't go on the trip, and it can be so disappointing. You have two choices. You can either get mad and take it out on everyone around you, the airline, the hotel, the cruise line. That's probably the wrong way to deal with it. Or you can accept what's happening and then work on solutions to either cancel or rebook your trip. And there are other reasons outside of a pandemic for a trip to get canceled, believe it or not. There could be a natural disaster like the hurricane, for example. In fact, this happened to St. Martin a couple of years ago, St. Martin in the Caribbean. That island, some of those resorts are just now opening. And we've been there both before and after that, and it was it was a huge difference. You could get sick or a family member could pass away, and you have to unexpectedly cancel your trip. And these are all reasons to get trip insurance for sure. Always. Always. Regardless, when plans change or cancel, it's good to know what to do and how to handle the situation. Now, if you booked with a travel agent, the good news is we know how to navigate those cancellations or modifications, and we can help you understand the fees, maybe even perks, and take that time to do it for you. Now, if you are a book-it-yourself planner, that's great too. If you're that type of planner that you can get some ideas that you can use, or even if you use a travel agent, you'll be able to ask them questions to make sure everything is done properly. So here's an example of how it's affected us most recently. We had a March 30th Disney cruise and an April 27th Royal Caribbean cruise both canceled. For Carrie's big birthday this year, we had planned a trip with Adventures by Disney, the England and France trip, and we were going to do an extension 
because we've never been to Disneyland Paris, so that was going to be something special this year. Because we're not sure if that trip is going to happen or not, and for a few other reasons, we're looking at a different option. So here's what we did. Obviously, we had several trips that got affected, and we sat down to discuss our options. So for the March 30th cruise, the Disney cruise, the cruise line, that once they canceled it, offered 125% future cruise credit, or 100% of what we paid could be refunded back. Now, this is very typical if the cruise line cancels a cruise, which is very rare. Even during hurricane season, it has to be like pretty much They'll usually coming make right some at adjustments you. to it a day later or a day earlier as far as getting to and from the dock. They still want you to go on that vacation and enjoy it. Because and they already have your money. Exactly. <laughs> they already have your money, but they, you know, they're a business and they want to try to stay open. So in the case of our Disney cruise, we decided to take the cash back because at the time we thought, well, we could use that for our spending money on the April 27th cruise. And we did get a good rate because this was a last minute travel agent rate. And so it, it wasn't like we were going to get a crazy future yeah, cruise Yeah, the extra credit. 25% was not was worth nothing. them holding yeah, the money. exactly. Potentially for a future cruise. And on the April 27th cruise, the one with Royal Caribbean, that didn't happen, which ironically enough was supposed to be sailing this week. It was supposed to be Monday to Friday. And we were actually going to cruise with two other people, one being your sister. Yeah. And so the, the first step we took was, you know, to reach out to the two couples that were going with us and let them know that they had two options. They could rebook and get that extra future cruise credit, or they could just cancel And of course, understanding what all of those dates are in terms of when you have to make those decisions was something especially very important if you have any cruise that's been canceled is to make sure you understand those dates. But then the next step wasn't just the cruise because my sister was flying in. And so we had to look at some additional things that we had booked for her. Like flights and hotels. Yep. So we had flights and we had, she was actually doing a pre-hotel before the cruise because she's flying in from Denver and then a post-hotel at the beach because they wanted to go and hang out at the beach. And so in this case, it was not just the cruise, but making sure that those hotels were canceled before arrival date and the flight as well so that she could get her future flight credits or refund back on those. So it's important to know that you need to know all those components because just because the cruise cancels doesn't mean that everybody else knows that things have changed in your itinerary. And so if you don't cancel those other components, you will get charged. Now, one nice thing too is with her trip insurance, we were able to move that for her future date because they're taking the future cruise credit. Mm-hmm. Lots of moving pieces there. And the last step, follow up to make sure the credits were either refunded or recorded somewhere in an email or something so you have proof of it. And that's been a huge chunk of what you've been doing for the last few weeks, is yeah. making sure people are getting their funds back or making sure that they're getting credit for their future for their future travel dollars. Yeah, and I will say the airlines have been one of the trickiest because there's lots of different ways that you can book airfare and it's not always the provider's fault. And so you just need to be very patient. Um, I was laughing because one of the companies we work with where we can get some wholesale airfares, and so they're really great pricing. And so they've been hit and slammed because a lot of travel agents use them to get airfare, and especially for international. 
So they've been putting together infographics to explain why it takes so long to get your <laughs> refund. And I'm like, I just want to know where the refunds are. But this infographic was beautiful. As long as you know it's coming, it doesn't matter if it's this week or next week, as long as you know it's on the way. Yeah. But you need to, you know, make sure that you're keeping track of what is coming back to you. So let's get back to your birthday trip. And this one has become very complicated not just a little. So we're currently planning to switch that late July trip, which was the England and France with Disneyland Paris. And we're going to switch that to a mid-July cruise on the Seine River round trip from France. Now it's still an Adventures by Disney trip. It's just way cheaper. And because we don't know exactly what's going to happen in the next two months, this is a better choice for us. And that's one of the benefits of if you do have an affected trip is you can take a look. And so in this case, we do have a non-refundable deposit and we have a balance due and we're just looking at the months ahead. We don't know if that trip will go. We're totally hedging our bets on that one. (laughs) Yes, we're hoping. But we're thinking it's probably a smart decision to take a trip that's not gonna be as expensive as our original one. So we have some flexibility to move some things around. And so if you do have a trip planned and you're thinking, I don't know if I should go, you know, my budget, I may need to get a little tighter. There's some creative things you can do and still be able to go on a trip, hopefully. This is how much research that I've been doing, is we actually have two backup dates. So if the July cruise isn't going to work for us, we have both an early August and an early October date that we can use as our backup. And if anybody wants to come with us, this is a pretty awesome trip. I really hope that this happens. The itinerary is this, and it's something we got really excited about. Just because we when we've been to Paris, it was like for, you know, not even 12 hours. It was kind of a day trip. We got off, ironically enough, we'd gotten off a river cruise with Thama Waterways, and our flight wasn't until the next morning. And we basically walked, we took a cab for a while, then walked all the way to the Eiffel Tower, took the obligatory picture, but really did not experience anything in France, especially since we stayed at an airport hotel. Exactly. So here are the details. It is seven-night round trip on board the Ama Lira. And we're not going to go through every detail, but this is a really cool trip. And the best part of this is that I can pronounce most of the Italian words. When it comes to French, I'm going to mess this up at least a couple times. (laughs) Some of the highlights. A Chateau Gaillard, or Gaillard, whatever, hike and bike. You can do one or the other, or you can do both. And the cruise line does provide the bikes for you, so that's really cool. A macaroon-making demonstration and French cheese seminar with a tasting, of course. I'm in for that. Oh, I know you are. That's That was one of your, oh yeah, I like that one. (laughs) And then, this is what I think really got me the most excited. A full day excursion to Normandy, the Normandy beaches, the site of D-Day, World War II. Also, the next day, a walking tour of Rouen. That is a 100% guess. I think that's how. Where you're going to walk in the footsteps of the Vikings and also Joan of Arc. Claude Monet's house and garden visit. That's going to be pretty. Yeah, I'll let you do the next one. <laughs> I know why you're saying that because you know <laughs> I'm not going to be able to pronounce uh, that. <laughs> a visit to Chateau Montmaison. I even did that with a little French accent, a little twist there. Oui, oui. <laughs> a French castle and its accompanying park that was once home to Napoleon and Josephine Bonaparte. Those are just a few of the details. And this is a cruise that does repeat a couple of times throughout the year. And it's like, like I said, a, we do have a couple backup options. We do have options. a couple backup options. And if anybody is interested in this, definitely. I mean, like right now, the pricing is pretty decent for this particular one. The biggest difference here is the pricing. So full disclosure... On both trips, we are getting a travel agent rate. But for the example, I'll just use pricing that is open to the public. The England and France trip, originally scheduled for July 31st, that was $65.19 per person. The Seine River cruise on July 16th is $56.89 per person. So 
for a couple, that's over $1,600 in savings. Now, again, full disclosure, ours is a little bit more than that, but that's a big, when you save over 1600 and pretty much go on the same time frame. Yeah, that's like the airline ticket if you were to fly economy. Yes. The main reason we're looking at the cruise instead of the tour is that the amount of money we would have to pay as final payment coming up in less than two weeks is substantially different. And if either trip ends up not going, that money will still be tied up at least for a few months. So it's better for us to have less money pending out there just because you never know. So most people, what we're finding, and I think this has been great because they do want to go on their vacations, they are taking the future trip credit, which is a great idea because a lot of times they're offering you some perks and some added benefits like 125%. And Disney, if you moved your trip during one of the cancellations, you're getting free dining as long as you go within certain dates. But what's not great is, and believe me, this happens. Oh, it does. Is people, they get these future trip credits and they don't expire until like the end of 2021 or in some cases end of 2022 and they forget about them. And so that's just lost money. So one thing you want to make sure is any credit you have, put it like in a little note on your phone or on a spreadsheet or just even a piece of paper, put the amount that it is, when you need to book it have by. Have a Google reminder. You could have a Google reminder. When you need to book that future trip by because in the case of a lot of cruises, they have to make that decision by the end of the year, or they will automatically just get a 100% refund, or it may just go away. And then you need to put when you have to travel by and this is really important when it comes to the airlines, because they are all over the board. Every day, they are making new updates on when you can use your future travel credit. But keep in mind all of those dates so that when you are looking for a future date, you may you don't want to get excited about something that you can fly to in, let's say, March, but that airline credit you have actually expired in December. So you got to look at those dates. And that just reminded me of a very key point to that last story that I was just telling is that is for that trip to Europe, we were already in penalty. And because they haven't officially canceled it yet, being in penalty, you don't get your money back. So we do not have the option to say, oh, do you want a future travel credit or do you want to take your money back? That money is going to stay with them. And that's what makes juggling this trip a lot different than most vacations is that we're already in the penalty phase. Yep. And that definitely can happen with some other trips as well. Last week, we talked about some great times to cruise and some great deals. Well, guess what? Everyone, when travel opens up, is going to have some special offers. I think it'll be better than even wave season. They're going to have some crazy deals because they have to get people, you know, they have to get people on those ships. So imagine if you have that future travel credit and now instead of an inside cabin, you can move up to a balcony or suite. Yeah, just because they have some specials. And same thing for the all-inclusives. Most all-inclusive resorts have given their guests future travel credits, not reimbursements, even though they're they're canceling. And in that case, maybe instead of doing that entry garden view, which is, you know, kind of in the back of an all-inclusive, now you can upgrade to an ocean view or a swim-up suite or something. I would love me a swim-up suite. I know. Wouldn't that, that be is, awesome? That is in my wheelhouse. That's right up my alley. I still want to do the Sandals Butler where we have our own private soaking tub on the balcony and our own infinity pool. I want to go on any vacation where we get a butler, just to be clear. <laughs> I know. You're, you're kind of into that butler thing. <laughs> What we've learned from all of this juggling and rebooking is that one of the best things you can know before you make any payments is exactly what the cancellation policy is. And that goes for each component of the booking, not just the cruise, but the hotel, airfare, etc. I've seen a lot of people who have been getting burned by the Airbnb 
uh, VRBO type properties, especially international ones where maybe they're on some crazy site where it's just like, hey, home rentals. And what's been happening, and I actually had a friend um, from high school who she had booked a home down in Cartagena, and they were going to be going down there during spring break. And, you know, of course, can't travel. But the person that they did the home rental through has basically said, nope, sorry, we have a zero cancellation policy. It's in the terms and conditions. And so even though she couldn't physically get on a plane and go down there, she still is losing all of her money. And even trying to go after him is pointless because it was in the terms and conditions because she did, she did, she was very upfront and honest about that, but is thinking, why wouldn't they just give us slack? But they're not. So you got to be really, really careful, especially when you're doing those home rental situations. But you know, I guarantee that over the next several months, the some of these home rental sites, there's going to be some major cleanup in either their policies, like the language that they're using in their terms and conditions, or making sure that you check things off. I was gonna say put that highlight that and make them initial it so they know exactly what that policy is. Exactly. I agree. Well, and one of the biggest shifts that's happened during this whole thing is in trip insurance, once the coronavirus became a pandemic, it now falls under the not a covered reason. And the reason why is because what happens there are all these places that are now saying, oh, you can't travel, you can't get on a plane, the planes, the hotels, the resorts, they're offering future travel credit for you to use. And so there's zero loss to you because you can use those credits. So there's nothing for you to file. They're doing their part. And so, you know, in the case of this home rental, though, that my friend kind of got in trouble on, even if she would have bought trip insurance, as of right now, that does not cover any pandemic. So she's just out of that one, unfortunately. So that's a good time to sprain your ankle the week before the trip. <laughs> well, we're not, we don't want to do course. insurance fraud. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> Some of the hardest hit trips have been weddings at all inclusives because they all sign agreements and have non-refundable deposits. Again, just make sure you 100% understand what the options are for getting your money back if they exist. Yeah, I feel really bad for agencies that specialize in weddings because that's like a really emotional time that you need to, the wedding's been canceled, it has to move. And so there's tons of multiple parts. I mean, we have some honeymooners and I'm just like, oh man, they have to move their wedding. But when you book a wedding at an all-inclusive, there are lots of things you sign and people are just demanding their money back. And it's like, nope, you signed something that basically what they're doing is they're giving them credit to move it to new dates, but the price may change on those new dates. They're not like holding the price because just like in any business, they have prices that are high season, low season, and different seasons are going to be different prices. And now because everyone's pretty much quarantined at home, that person you were going to marry, you might not want to marry him anymore. Well, no, I was thinking <laughs> I was thinking about that. I'm like, I bet some of these brides that are like totally yelling out their travel agents, it could be because maybe things aren't right with the fiance and they're like, this is our out. You know, unless they bought marriage insurance, which there is. There when, is? Yeah, there is a marriage insurance when you're doing like How an all-inclusive thing. <laughs> you didn't need it. <laughs> but so many places, cruises included, they have non-refundable deposits or penalties that you may not even notice because you may think, hey, I just booked the best rate. And this is especially true with cruises. But you also may have booked the least flexible as well. And the airlines are the worst. So they totally get you with this basic economy thing. You're like, oh, man, that is an awesome airfare. Only to find out that basic economy, basic 
basic economy, what it really means is that ticket is worthless if you need to make any changes to it. And so when booking air, always, always read the fine print, but know what those cancellation policies are. The challenge is they make the fine print so little that I physically cannot read it. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) That's why we love Southwest Airlines. Even though they're not a sponsor of this show, they should be. If you need to cancel your ticket, you can up to even 10 minutes before boarding, and they'll give you a future credit. However, as you mentioned earlier, make sure you take a note of when that credit expires, and that's happened to us. We haven't personally had a credit expire, but I remember like, hey, we have to take this flight. Here's a perfect time to use it. And if you are traveling in the next few months, keep an eye on your flights. The airlines have started to randomly cancel trips or consolidate flights because right now only essential people are supposed to be flying, even though some people are not. They're breaking that rule, but they're consolidating flights. So look, make sure that you're staying on top of that. Check your email because if you don't monitor it, and you end up showing up at the airport only to find that your flight's been canceled, and then you don't have the opportunity to call and cancel your hotel or those other components, kind of an important thing. Here's a tip that could go along with that is make sure, like I know with Southwest, we have alerts set up. So if you're flying with whoever, make sure you have the app and that you turn on notifications because a lot of times that's how they'll send out the information is through a text message. That's a very good point with most all the airlines too. I know JetBlue started canceling some into Tampa and into Orlando for the end of May. That's nuts. And they're a huge airline going from New York down to Orlando. Well, one thing I like about having a flexible airline ticket is that even though you have trip insurance, just keep in mind, you still will have to file a claim. So you don't immediately get reimbursed. So let's say, for example, you did have a covered reason, and you needed to fly home early, or your flight got modified, and you immediately want to rebook it because you can fly the next day just because they move some stuff around. If you have a flexible ticket, it makes it a lot easier for you to move things around with the least amount of money coming out of pocket. For example, let's say that you are down in the Caribbean and you need to get home because somebody got seriously ill and you need to fly back. If you have a flexible ticket, a lot of times it's easy for them to just say, yep, that's great. Just pay this additional fee and you're good to go. If you don't have something flexible like basic economy, you're starting over from scratch and buying an entirely brand new ticket, which sometimes that kind of stings at a last minute ticket to put on your credit card while and then you're waiting for your insurance to reimburse it. We hope that if you did have a trip that was canceled or affected, you have a solid game plan to get back and travel again. And if we can help you with your trip, let us know. No matter where in the world you are, we hope you and your family are safe and healthy. And we too are so anxious to travel again, hopefully soon. And you and I have talked about this. The biggest difference is we're used to working from home but we're also used to saying, okay, it's 1230, let's go grab lunch. And we just head out and you know, have a nice relaxing lunch and come back to keep working. And we always have a trip on the books to look forward to for Multiple leaving. Trips, yeah, because yes. that's how we get out of the house is we'll go on a trip. And whether it's for a week or for whether it's for a few days, that is how we escape our house. And now that's just not an option. Until next time, do some armchair traveling and plan a trip so you have something to look forward to and to think about. Keep this in mind, it is a great, big, beautiful world. As soon as this is over, we hope you get out there and see it. And remember, never stop exploring. 